Hi, and welcome to the 19th episode of the Chicken Chess Club podcast. I am Peter Heiner Nilsson, a former FIDE deputy uh, president candidate, and I'm joined by German Grandmaster Jan Gustafsson and French Grandmaster Laurent Fresenet. Welcome. How has your last week been? So you skipped the Grandmaster title in order to call yourself former deputy FIDE president candidate. Exactly. So you think that's that's more of your identity now? I think it's more defining, at least, in a way, right? Then you're sort of, uh, well, how many former deputy president, feeder presidential candidate is there, right? I mean, it's, it's a number of probably, Nigel. I'm sure there are many. But I think but they, you should... They are actually, they're actually presidential candidates. Ah, yeah. Uh, you don't remember any <laughs> non-winning... Uh, Anyway, that's a good start uh, to our podcast, I would say. Um, how has uh, the week been? Laurent, where, yeah. where are you? Are you are you homeless? Every time no, we talk, I, you're yeah. <laughs> in different surroundings. I'm like uh, Fide, uh, Fide guys during the, the campaign. Yeah, I'm traveling all over the world. Uh, no, I'm in the south of France still, but it looks like uh, the end of uh, holidays. I'm co going back home on Wednesday. Today is raining for the first time. Uh, my one of my daughter is uh, is sick, so I'm just staying like uh, inside the, the wall day, which is which is a bit sad. I mean, um, so yeah, and a bit tired as well. So I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to go back home. I mean, my, my days are my internet is weak, uh, so when it's raining, it's it's not really great. Yeah, I have to. Um, I have to find something to entertain me, which is not not easy. Of course, I can go on Twitter or or Tinder or whatever uh, <laughs> whatever app I have on my phone. But uh, yeah, uh, no, I, I I'm, I'm looking forward to 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 go back home because uh, well, when it's raining, it's not not so fun when you are in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that, that was a bit sad. How is things in the basement in Hamburg, Jan? I don't know. The good thing in the basement is you don't realize if it's raining or not. For me, every day looks the same. There's the green screen, the artificial light, and usually it's dark when I'm when I'm streaming my my fantastic content. Other than that, no, it's it's all good. My daughter started school, first grade, very exciting. Um, so far, she's liking it. No other giant developments. Like, how much weather talk can we do? It rained after, like, eight weeks of not raining, so the grass is greener again. But, yeah, very sorry to hear that Laurent's holiday isn't going as expected. How are, how are your golf days, Peter? Is golf still fulfilling? Do you find enough time? I do. I mean, well, I have squeezed in uh, around today and, uh, I mean, even got caught in traffic. So you poor guys had to wait for half an hour. Apologies uh, once again. No worries. But I, I'm playing a lot, but I'm, well, everybody talks about uh, adult improvers. I don't think I'm an adult improver in in, in golf. It seems just to get uh, even worse. So uh, any kind of advice would, would be, like in be chess, nice. Yeah? No, I actually thought that golf would be nice because... Well, I'm like 1,200, and then there's room for progress, one should think. But uh, surprisingly, not as much as I as I hoped, uh, despite <laughs> the the practice. But uh, we will see. I'm gonna keep trying. Um, well, like Jan, I also have kids starting in 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 school and and kindergarten, and I'm a bit surprised yours already started because for us it's the uh, first of September. It's yeah, the, the big day, but. Uh, 
as a perhaps not too impressive dad, uh, I have made sure I'm on a different continent when they start. So I'm going to, to St. Louis uh, tomorrow. So it's going to be on the family to, to take care of uh, them having a, a good and solid start in school and kindergarten. And I hope it goes well. But um, that's more or less the update here. But of course, for chess content, um, I'm, I'm going to, to, to St. Louis again. It's been, I think it's, it's been before COVID uh, since I was there the last time. So it's going to be great uh, to go back to, to, to them and, and uh, enjoy stuff there. I think Sick I Little Cup starts on Friday, yeah? Or... Whatever day that is, I'm gonna the, the second yeah. unprofessional, but uh, it's five, five day, something like yeah. some, yeah, Friday, eight p.m. Like European so. time, but I guess it's two p.m. Mm. Uh, local time or three p.m. I don't five hours yeah, difference, but but there is a Premier League has a, a midweek round, so I think it's important that we are there to 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 follow the the fantasy league before I, the chess tournament starts. I, can, starts. I can't remember, uh, Jan, if you were mocking French for starting in September, uh, for starting school in September, if it was on air or off air, it was last week, but I can't remember if you like, uh, probably it was off off air yeah it doesn't sound like it was there <laughs> yeah. on on air like uh, how long are your summer holidays it's six months or like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <how> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so w w when does it start in in germany i mean school it started last week uh so it's 20s yeah or something yeah, okay yeah yeah somewhere there. yeah okay oh yeah it's the same in in lithuania and france yeah so we start early september I think Lithuania, we have like 10 weeks of sol summer holidays, uh, two weeks of uh, Easter holiday and both uh, winter and uh, autumn holidays. So there's quite quite some stuff, which is pretty good for me. I can take my my kid to Denmark in these times. But, uh, this is just yeah. fascinating podcasting. <laughs> we have kids, they go to school, like not all on the same day. Um What's happening in the chess world? Not that much, is there? There's the St. Louis Rapid and Blitz, like on the chessboard, I should say. Plenty happening in the chess world, as usual. The St. Louis Rapid and Blitz, Laurent will be very happy at the time of recording. They're done with the Rapid. And your boys are in the lead, no? Ali Reza and yeah, MVL shared exactly. first, I mean, not hand in hand. I mean, like, not much is happening, but France is taking uh, control over, over the chess world very clearly. Uh, so Ali Reza and Maxim did very well. Uh, they are leading before, before the blitz. Okay. This, uh, <laughs> they made this quick though, this Berlin, um, repetition in the last game. So I don't know. I know they have been, uh, practicing actually. They are generally practicing, I mean, over the board, uh, before, uh, such tournaments. Uh, because, okay. Aliaza lives in chart, uh, Maxim in Paris. So it's very easy to just meet and play some. Some rapid and blitz uh, over the board. So I think this practice no, went very well. Uh, I, I don't like it that you bring up the topic and the excuse before we could we could mock no, no, them but, for it. Well, what's, but what's, of course, what's, if they if they practice together, then it's fine. They should play Berlin, no, the fine, Berlin repetition every game. I think it's a, it's a, I think they are going to play. It's just a maxim decision. Probably he was tired. Oh, he was very happy about his tournament. He's on plus four. He didn't lose. He's very good at blitz. I mean, he didn't care too much, uh, 11 points, uh, so this means plus four, so four wins and no losses. I mean, this is a very good score, uh, and he's so good at Blitz, he can have, I mean, we, we know, we saw last time, he made eight out of nine, uh, one of the days, 
So you can just um, sit there and win one game after another. Uh, so I guess they are, they are both uh, uh, very much favorite by now. But yeah, no, of course, I don't like it. I mean, I think they should play, but uh, yeah, okay. It's, it's uh, I mean, it's Maxim's decision. He was white. Guy is playing, I mean, Aliyah is playing uh, Berlin. For, for me, it's strange that you are focused on this uh, quick draw. I mean, for me, the story is... Well, France has the two leading players in this tournament, and yeah. we just had the Olympiad. Don't you feel that you threw away gold? Ah, uh, <laughs> throwing away oh. gold. I mean, it's a bit too strong. But of course, I mean, I already said it's really a pity. Uh, I no, mean, but I mean, when would France have a better chance of winning gold? I mean, we would have uh, these two, and then we would have uh, Moussa, Bacro, and uh, you. I mean, I mean, we will. Lagarde. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me or Lagarde. I was trying to be, trying to be nice. Yeah, so, but, but yeah. Uh, we would uh, be number two on the starting list, so I understand that. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we would have a, a, a quite a good shot uh, at uh, at medals at the very least. So yeah, it's a pity. What mm-hmm. can I do? I mean, no, I mean, almost feel tragic, right? I mean, this was the was the mom. I mean, this was the moment to have a team. Uh, yeah, because Russia was missing China as well. So, yeah, it was maybe the best mm-hmm. chance ever, actually, to get gold. But I don't know what will bring... But Peter Laurent won Mind Games 2012. <laughs> he was on oh. the team when they won an individual board medal in 2010. He's achieved it all. You can't make him feel bad about missing, I, I, missing I won, on that I won there, so we already said it on that podcast that I won an in individual gold medal. As well, so but yeah, no, it's uh, it's one of my regrets actually because I felt that uh, we never won. A, well, I was about to say that uh, none of us has ever won a actual real medal, a team medal. But then I have to, I would be corrected by Jan, who is a former European champion, right? That's so. very correct, European team champion. I'm former yeah. vice with champion Germany, European. Yeah, it's it's not winning; it's finishing second. Yeah, okay. Ah, you got the silver with France in the tournament. Yeah. 2001. So some years ago. Um, yeah, but it's one of my regrets that we, we never did. Uh, we were very close in Tromsø, for instance. I mean, we were leading after nine rounds. And then we lost the last, the last two against China and Russia. Um, but uh, yeah, I felt that overall we deserved at least a medal. But uh, never happened at that time. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, like Ali Aiza and... Uh, and MVL are outstanding player, and we don't need this rapid in Sinkerfield to uh, to no, find no, it's out. It's just like, I mean, Magnus tried actually to carry his frame, uh, his team through, and well, it, well, it wasn't his fault that it went as, as it did. But I mean, imagine uh, Maxim and uh, Firusha playing, right? I mean, that's half a team. I mean, that would be quite something, and and the level they seem to be playing. No, for me, it's uh, when I look at the standings right now, I think it's really a pity they didn't play the Olympiad. But I would it's guess people, people in France and Laurent wanted them to play. It's not like there was this yeah. tragic misjudgment <laughs> to leave them off I, the team. <laughs> I understand. Yes, someone told me because with Jules, Jules uh, didn't lose a game, Moussa. He didn't lose a game on board one. I lost one game on board two. So just imagine Maxime and uh, Aliaza playing on board three and four. Yeah. And then we go, we, I mean, we just go from there and, uh, uh, yeah, we could just win the, the whole thing, that's for sure. You might have gotten a bit stronger opponents, but I, I get your point. Yeah, so. <laughs> maybe. No, but... But 
Yeah, you guys were saying that you think that either Maxim or Ferrucia will win the the the, the combined. No, right? Laurent said that. Ah, Laurent said I, that. To okay. me, it looked completely wide <coughs> open. The field is yeah. very close together, and in blitz, it's so much about daily shape. Of course, Maxim has had great results, but it's not like he makes eight of nine, eight of nine in every blitz tournament. To me, it's completely. No, but okay. Quite that open. was also my, my impression that more or less not anyone, but a lot could still win. Yeah, I don't think uh, Sam is third with ten points, but he's not a blitz specialist, even if he's pre-moving okay. a lot. Even <laughs> let's cut cut <laughs> to the chase. Are you willing to? Okay, so to we make take the bet? field. You take the, exactly. the French guys. Yeah, French versus the world. Okay, we bet. Yeah, sure. Okay. Wow, very confident. Yeah. Yeah. Lock it in. Yeah. Well, then we have content for next episode already. The yeah. problem is when this uh, comes out, people will find out very shortly who won. But yeah, it's still still good to have it on the is. books. Yeah. Anything that stood out chess-wise? Fabi didn't look great, but then he also won the occasional game. To my mind, frankly, it's all a big blur. We have we have so many events like with the Grand Chess Tour, the Champions Chess Tour, and all these guys playing against each other. Like I look at the standings. But to recall individual games, I struggle. Is that old age or is that spirit of the times? Do we have too much? I think there is a bit of both, but uh, I have it a bit similar. There is a lot of information and you have to... I mean, there is a bunch of game you have to scroll through and judge the openings, at least, if you have the kind of job that we have. Um, so, I, I, I mean, that's the problem with this or not problem but this rapid events that uh, there is so many games per round of course also the olympiad was uh, a thousand relevant games you had to go through right so so part of it but i would say that for me there was kind of two surprises nakamura negatively he's dropped to number five in the rating list uh, from number one and shankland positively and i think Ogo was writing on uh, on facebook that him and sam has actually sort of targeted uh, training rapid that while they don't really fancy rapid it's becoming a very important uh, skill to have like it or not so that they have been uh, practicing that and sam's uh, result has improved in, in rapid while he normally performed better in, in classical than let's that. see let's see if it uh, did, did he say if it is a target uh, the blitz or not no, I, I again, I, I just skimmed the headlines of uh, social <laughs> media posts. I don't really go into it. That's also a bit yeah, like saying course. after Magnus wins a yeah. World Championship match, we targeted winning World Championship matches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how, how, it's, how it's done, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's see, let's see, because... So, no, I, I, I get your point. So, well, also, I mean, as we said already on Friday, the... the the, the next event starts in St. Louis. Are you betting on the French players there as well, Laurent? No, I'm, no. You know that I'm con contractually obliged to 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 bet on uh, on the, the Norwegian guy. Yeah, me me too. So what about you, Jan? You will uh, take the field against Norway, or how does it work? The field against Norway. I I haven't done the math actually. Does he win? More than every other super tournament he plays, of like that's very easy to look up. Of course, I think it's it's, it's close. close. Yeah, it's Bet, one out of two. Yeah. I mean, for instance, for instance, betting wise, I would say Norway chess. They gave him under odds two, but that's because of this. Uh, he normally does so, did so well in tie breaks. This time he did badly yeah. in tie breaks, but uh, won it anyway. I think for what I can say, at some point at least he was over odds two, but I'm not sure. No, but here there is some tiebreak. I mean, if it's the same regulations as the previous years, then if you are tied, there is some tiebreak, which uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
sure, you like sh- that, but n- not if the game is drawn, like in Norway. Yeah, no, of course, of course, of course. But if it's called, yeah, let's that's say, only plus Norway, three, who does which it is, like I guess, mm-hmm. is normal. No, maybe plus two is normal rating wise. Uh, because mm-hmm. it's strong, or is, is it so strong actually? Because many Americans, as mentioned in the last episode, we will try to guess the field. Life on air today. <laughs> no one's looked it up. Yeah. We know Rick and Rapport couldn't get there. I saw yeah. a tweet that I think then was deleted that because of the COVID travel restrictions, he couldn't go. I guess yet to be yet to be vaccinated to go to the US. Maybe Peter knows. What what do they ask you for? I don't think they. I think they ask you for vaccination uh, these days. When I went to Charlotte uh, earlier, they asked also for uh, a negative test, but. Uh, at least my impression is they don't ask it uh, this time. So if they do, someone please uh, shout. But it's probably going to be too late. I'm on the plane anyway at that point. But uh, I think now you just need to be to be vaccinated to get in. So, uh, I mean, well, yeah, it's not reasonable that we are sort of guessing on his personal vaccine status. But uh, I guess that's... Uh, no, no, I was like, just confused like, by this yeah. tweet specifying... Well, exactly. No, no, I assume also that's... That's why they deleted it because one is not really allowed to to talk about such things, as far as I understand. Yeah, so the, so the um, field I, I found the field uh, finally. So it's wow. very strong. So good, good work. So Magnus Carlsen, Fioja, Caruana, Nepo, So Aronian, Mamedyarov, MVL, Dominguez, and Hans Niemann. So with okay, is um, let's say a new. Beginner in uh, uh, elite uh, elite tournaments. I think it is the first one for for hence such a strong field. Uh, mm-hmm. Except of course for this rapid online rapid in on, in the championship yeah. tour. So, um, so uh, Hikaru is not playing for some reason, right? Well, it's yeah, a classical Hikaru tournament. He hasn't played many of those. No, usually he's played the rapid. Played blitz. the candidates, but yeah, I understand. He played the Grand Prix yeah. candidates, but not a lot of invitations. No, no. It's too long. Um, yeah, he has to he has to make a living with his uh, <laughs> his stream. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's 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 true. So the you question saw, is: Would I, I, we I take was... Magnus yeah, over the field? Sorry, <clears throat> I'm trying to decide. It feels I think very it's a good very question. close. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Gut feeling: I would think he's tiny. What's happening with the tie? There's a tie break here, like. Yeah, yeah so, so much. Yeah, you just I would guess he's a tiny favorite then over the field, but I, I don't know. I'd be curious to to see some math. Peter can probably investigate. So I take yeah. Magnus over the field, but feels very close. Yeah, I, I, we will have to check the bookmaker odds, but I would guess it's also very much like like that. Maybe Kaurana's recent lack of form will will help Magnus a bit. Uh, in that way, yeah. But, but if um, Lepomnesi or Ali Reza or mm-hmm. Maxim or whoever scores plus three and wins the event, it yeah. also wouldn't be a surprise, right? No, no, it would not 20. be. I mean, uh, no, you can imagine one of them having an excellent tournament. You can have Mac- imagine Magnus having an off uh, tournament. It's not like completely impossible to imagine Magnus not winning it at all, right? Yeah. So, uh, so for Magnus, I, his strength is normally his lows aren't as low as the others. No, with a few exception, mm-hmm. he could score five out of nine or whatever it is, and okay, lose yeah, five rating points, is, but it's not a disaster. No. And you, anyway, you, I'm says your boy Wesley. Planning well. to pl- yeah. So. Go Wesley. Always, you always you know, believe in, in I'll Wesley. always be rooting for you. Yeah. I always believe in Wesley. Yeah. Had a nice little break recently. Haven't seen him that much. Well, he played the Olympics. But you, you believe in him for actually winning the event? Could happen. Plus two yeah. undefeated. Why not? 
Plus yeah. three, then why not? Yep. Some guy overpassing as white. I think he he has to he has to stumble a bit into it. Is my impression. I mean, I don't yeah. think he's gonna massively try. No, of course. But well, he did yeah. win four super tournaments in a row back in 2016, and he hasn't really okay. changed. But yeah, of course, he is not a favorite. I would take Magnus over the field. That is, you are a super fan, you know your facts. <laughs> giant, <laughs> giant fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did Impressive. you see? By the way, I have one last question about this happening. Did, did you see how Naka uh, behaves at the end of some games? I mean, like he looks like he's about to resign and then just play a move and then shake his head and. Uh, Almost. I mean, like, I was a bit shocked. I mean, like, for me, it I was only clearly... saw this video where Maxime makes this draw with G1 Queen, Rook yeah. takes Rook to B6 in some Rook game. Them. And Hikaru looked very shocked by G1 Queen, but it didn't look like it was. Uh, no, that one is. Uh... It didn't look unfair or anything. It was just surprised by the move. And he's an expressive guy. No, against the, the Fabi in the last, last hand game, I thought, okay, it looks like he's about to resign, but then he plays one move, bangs the clock. Uh, makes a lot of noise, shake his head. I mean, I, I thought it was um, clearly unfair to me, but I don't know. Uh, if you didn't I see it, that it's one. difficult to comment. And you know, Peter uh, Peter and Hikaru, they're, they're yeah, allies yeah. now in their fight I, I'm against I'm planning to praise Hikaru like crazy later, so I really don't like that you just take down pieces. Yeah, they are flirting. I, I saw that. Yeah, they are flirting a lot these days. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Right, sorry. This is, this is not nice. <laughs> um, so, um, did you? Yeah, see, well, you didn't see the videos. No, no, I, I, I don't uh, watch. I, it's strange, but for me, chess is like a two-dimensional game. I look at uh, chess openings, I ah. look at stuff with engines, but to watch videos, or podcasts, and such, uh, I don't know. I shouldn't. That's why we are. Podcasts that, that's when, why when we are so complementary. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I'm on Twitter, but um, yeah. But do you think it's better? You like watching the actual, yeah, you know, videos of. But it takes so much time. I mean, I mean, like, well, yeah, I understand. But I like it. I mean, like, I how many it. hours do you play golf today? No, that is true. That took like five hours. You're right. Well, it should take you three. Probably but, uh, find a minute to watch the two Nakamura video. Yeah, I get your point. No, I yesterday I just no, I just came back home and uh, it was the last the last round, so last ten minutes I was watching for sure. Um, no, but I mean, I follow all the tournaments more or less live, but I follow the flow of the games. But the video, well, even World Championship matches, I have seen very little video. I have to admit. But maybe one should as a coach in order to get the, the, the facial expressions and such. But no, it just, uh, I remember you were not listening to the, to the press conference uh, at times. Sorry? The World Championship match, I remember you were not listening to press conference. No, I'm standing on a parking lot in <laughs> Dubai without internet. I mean, uh, waiting for Magnus to be finished. It's, and without uh, it's asking any food a bit much as well. about <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> star- starving. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a... So, no, there I think your criticism is unreasonable. No, a press conferences is actually a very good way to get info about the players. And also so you don't have to ask the same questions later. Uh, so that, I, I think, yeah. you make a, make a good point. Also, the press conferences normally there is some kind of banter. You get a good idea of the mental state of the opponents. Uh, and for instance, I remember after game nine in, um, 
in New York, I got very optimistic because, well, Magnus was one point behind and he was close to losing in game nine, so it would have been minus two, but he didn't lose. But the press conference, he was completely killing Kayakin in, well, you, in a sense that you can see who has grasped the positions correctly. Magnus understood all the details tactically while Kayakin was basically floating and it was clear that, uh, our Magnus was still playing much better than him and had better uh, grasp of, of what was going on and it ended quite well. He talked about that quite a bit. I was going to get to it later, but I listened to Magnus's interview with Lex Friedman on that on that podcast. And yeah, he mentioned the the loss in Game Eight as the the worst loss of his career, which mm -hmm. yeah is very understandable. With the stakes, the match was equal, and then you go down minus one with not many games to go. He mentioned, and I think this topic has been. Touched a bit, but probably not expressed so clearly. He mentioned he got drunk with his team after game eight. There was a rest day the next day. Peter, my question is, of course, were you part of the getting drunk proceedings? How drunk were you? What was being drunk? <laughs> well, now there is two problems here. Uh, I haven't listened to the podcast, so it could be that you are bluffing. No, 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 I'm not <laughs> bluffing. I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, no, he mentioned it was the one and only time... That okay, you went. Are, are you willing to put up some kind of, uh, let's say, financial compensation in case you are bluffing? For sure. <laughs> Come on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then the answer is yes. What yes? I want. Uh, I so already you, know it's yes. The, the question is, ah, yeah, that, did you also get drunk? Yes. Ah, what was, what did you drink? Beer. Just beer? No, come on. You can't get yeah. drunk with I mean, beers, I Peter. I mean, look at you. Come no, on. Magnus no, didn't we just we drink beer. We're not buying that. No. No, we're not I buying that. You can't I, get drunk with beers. I mean, this is not possible. I mean, I cannot, I, I cannot get drunk with beers. You cannot get drunk with beers. I'm a small, small guy. No, yeah, I, small I, get guy. Extremely e <laughs> I get size. extremely easily drunk. No, come yeah. on. You're no, twice my I size. Mean, I mean, it's not possible you get drunk with beers. No, I remember canceling an interview with a Danish journalist the next day. So... Ah, okay. Um, oh, well, to say, well, drunk is too strong, but I think it was a reasonable emergency uh, measure. I mean, to do something extraordinary and also to understand that something extraordinary happened and now, well, we're not really going to sleep. And, uh, well, we would try to sleep, but everybody would be very affected. And I think also, I guess, I have never spoken with Magnus about it, but, well, I remember the bookmaker Otz basically said it was 50-50. But this must be the only time when you start realizing I could actually lose my world championship title. Um, yeah, not and just... In a, very few, in a very few days. Well, that's maybe a bit disrespectful of, the, of his opponents in two playoffs. But it didn't feel like he was going to lose his title. But there you start realizing, okay, this might actually be out of control. And, uh, it was, I mean, it was, 50 -50 I mean like, now, he, he missed so many chances um, in the first part. I'm, especially games three and four. Uh, he was dominating the whole thing, and uh, yeah, he was not managing to, to win a game. That was very frustrating. And it's pity, actually, that uh, Jan left. You left in the middle. I mean, like, you, you went to commentating in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I was the there match. for the first six games, oh, yeah. and there was this strange deal that I left yeah. to do. Yeah. Commentary in the middle still did some so stuff. So I couldn't, home, I, I, there was no way I could get drunk in Kageo. 
with uh, MVL and Nils as company. <laughs> that was, that was very unrealistic. I didn't even manage at the end of the, of the match. So You're like this, this guy like in the 800 meters where they have to make a world record. So there's this guy who runs very quickly for 400 meters and he just leaves, right? Yeah, that's me. Except, yeah, <laughs> except when I leave, you're stuck on 50%. Okay, yeah, yeah. You didn't, you, you didn't do a very good job. No, but you kept on walking, okay, no, I think. No, I thought. Just yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's true. It's true. He actually did. Um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you let me off the hook with this drinking. You can ask more if you feel like it. No, <laughs> speaking of drinking... I'll just retell whatever I remember from the Magnus podcast. He also mentioned there was a World Blitz Championship yeah, 2011 well, well or something known. where, yeah, he didn't do well. And then he went to the mini bar, had a few drinks and won his last eight games. And mm -hmm. his, his general thoughts seem to be, and I think we have to ask Laurent, who's clearly the expert on this, that when you're, when you're drunk, you, you can be... Um, in a different state of mind and maybe be more creative. It can get you a push or more confident, but maybe one shouldn't do it all the time. What's, why, why, what's your experience? You, you want me to mention my... Playing my, chess. My, <laughs> okay. I thought it was about Bermuda Party again. Uh, no, uh, no, I would just... Uh, yeah, no, I, I've, I've never uh, played, uh, uh, I mean, official games, um, let's say, drunk. Um, <laughs> that's for sure with hangover for sure but uh, drunk no I never played uh, drunk I played some friendly blitz but it's it's never the same you know you just play in, in some bar uh, and okay it's not it's not the same so I was arguing and I'm not sure I haven't played that much drunk blitz that in general if you feel you're in a bad spot it could could actually help you short term well, with confidence and so on I think it's, I mean, well, the, the two situations he's describing, it's a shock measure when things are completely out of control. Uh, I mean, Dvoretsky was telling me an anecdote from his own times. I think he was at a probably European juniors with Chekhov, who was the favorite, but was doing badly. And uh, Dvoretsky said that before the free day, he forced uh, Chekhov to drink. And I said, ah, so Chekhov like, like drinking. He said, no, no, you misunderstand the point completely. Chekhov never drinks. I wanted to push him completely out of his uh, comfort zone and to do something extraordinary. And, uh, I, well, as the anecdote goes, it works. And also, well, Dvoretsky is not here to correct me, so maybe it's not nice that I, I mention it. But I think the point is, it makes sense to do some kind of shock measure, in my opinion. Well, also, if you're used to drinking all the time, well, you could do the reverse and actually skip the Bermuda part if you want to do something completely insane. Uh, but, well, I think that's, I mean, the two Magnus things is, well, you know, things are not really going like he wants to, and he wants to do something completely different to to break written. And there it makes sense. I, I think in general, it's a, it's a bad advice, but... I think when things are, you know... No, no, I, I don't want to make it sound like Magnus no. advocated no, no. drinking for chess. Not or we do. I, th I don't think anybody no. does. No, I think also to make, a, I mean, to make the reverse point, he wrote that in 2019, uh, which was his, his best chess year, of course, uh, the influence from AI was big, but also he mentioned that he stopped drinking. Uh, completely right. So I think, um, I mean, uh, he's not, uh, well, he's mentioning these anecdotes, but he's definitely also mentioned uh, stopping doing it as something very useful, right? Um, yeah. But, um, well, it's an interesting story that uh, he somehow decided. Well, also, after game eight, he lost. There is a free day the next day. So it's also for me the only time I have tried in my career as a, as a world championship coach uh, to be behind in a match. And it's a very frustrating thing. 
that, uh, well, you want to get back as quickly as possible. But then there is a free day, which is extremely unwelcome. And basically, you have to kill time. You have to get used to the situation. And uh, somehow, you know, deciding, well, let's do something at least that uh, makes time, uh, I mean, a bit l- less intolerable uh, has has some relevance. So uh, I got used to it. But, in, uh, I think I, I think I had three or four beers and that's it. Uh, I got I got used to it in in Bonn 2008 to be behind <laughs> that was <laughs> so I could yeah have, yeah so I could have no, status but... and uh, I mean like, yeah, you you want this to end actually I mean like you you just want the, the match to stop but uh, coming back to this during chess I mean the, the only thing I noticed with me is that I was playing much faster so that that must be maybe. Uh, a bit of confidence, but also I didn't care so much about the, the result of the game, so it's, it's hard to tell. But I saw, actually, coming back to videos, to me watching videos, I saw some uh, some uh, videos about uh, Magnus when he, he was drunk playing or um, <laughs> playing this Blitz. I remember one game with Kachov, and he looks... Yeah, no, he was playing very fast, and uh, it, was, it was good games, so... Yeah, I know. It worked for him. I have a recollection. In my youth, I was playing a Grandmaster tournament in Pinsk. And the Russian Grandmaster, Haryo Tonov, who was very talented there, uh, was playing Blitz with me. And he was completely drunk. And he was crushing me totally. But what I noticed was that when the game finished and he had to put up the pieces, it was difficult for him because he was drunk. So putting back the pieces in the right positions was actually a challenge. Beating me in Blitz seemed like that was just, uh, you know, the subconscious to go. And he was crushing me positionally, despite being seriously drunk. So, um, um, yeah, I don't know where, where this anecdote leads. But, uh, well, we seem to, I don't know. If, I don't think we are advocating uh, no, no. alcohol at no, all. No. I think we are debating the, the pluses and minuses. And I think in total, there are obvious minuses. But... Uh, I mean, Magnus has made this uh, two times in a, in a long career where he said he used it as a shock remedy successfully. Sure. So, any other juicy bits from the, his podcast that you want to reveal? Uh, there's a bit of interesting stuff. He, he said the most nervous he ever was in a game that I found interesting um, was during game 10 against Fabi in 2018. I think game 10 was the one where they played this very sharp Sveshnikov and Magnus tried to attack on the king side, sacrificed a pawn or two on the other side. In the end, it was a draw. It was a very sharp game. But I recall I wasn't nervous at all during that game. I was very convinced it would go well. I was incredibly nervous during during this Petrov later on. But that game, I, I always felt like um, things will things will just be fine. So it was interesting. Interesting to hear that. I don't know. Again, we are giving away info here. I think, well, you were nervous in uh, the Petrov because it was kind of your responsibility, right? I mean, that's yeah, how it I, works. I was at... the only one who had looked at the, the Petrov. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, that's how it works as a second. Yeah, yeah. I'm, extreme, I'm extremely nervous in the opening phase because, well, uh, it's my responsibility and there is someone there who, who trusts you, his career with uh, what we are doing. While when it's uh, in, in their hands, of course, you are nervous about the result. But... Uh, I mean, well, you. Yeah, no, but really what I'm saying is, I wasn't even nervous about the result. Maybe, maybe wrongly yeah. so. I remember it was a sharp game, but I never had the yeah, feeling yeah. Magnus could could lose it. Maybe it was wrong. I think he was lost at some points, computer wise. But I yeah. guess we have so much faith in him in such a messy struggle. Yeah, I, 
I'm also a bit puzzled that he mentioned this one as the one he was the most nervous in his career. Yeah. But well, of course, I mean uh, they are playing for high stakes and in a very complex position in in a, in a game ten. That while it's not totally decisive, it. I mean, they are playing for 50% of equity World Championship match title, no doubt, right? So you can understand him. But I'm also a bit surprised he, he, he picks uh, uh, that one. But, yeah. uh, well, that was surprising in general, yeah. I found the podcast interesting. Like, now the hot mm-hmm. take, he's a pretty smart guy, Magnus, and he will have, like, very interesting opinions on anything. Obviously, for us, we would know a lot of where he stands, but uh, I found it worth listening to. I have a, an opinion on why he doesn't play... Well, championship matches anymore, from what I gathered from that interview. And he's saying that recently, or maybe always, but especially recently, the joy of winning has been a bigger factor for him than the fear of losing in chess, that when he's playing a tournament, and especially if things are going well, obviously I'm paraphrasing, that's how I understood it. It's about the, the joy of winning. While in world championship matches, he feels he has something... To lose and not so much to win, which is the main, the main driver. And for me and for us as chickens, every game of chess is driven by the fear of losing. So he does not play world championships anymore because he doesn't want to join the chicken chess club. He doesn't like that it converts it, him into a chicken in advance that he has to be worried about losing his title, his status and all that. That's my hot take. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have said it before, but uh, I mean, well, that I mean, for instance, that he felt more joy by winning Vigancé than he did by winning the World Championship. Also, because from a theoretical perspective, it's a much bigger achievement winning the Vigancé tournament than uh, the World Championship. Yeah, actually. I disagree with with that, but uh, I'm the <laughs> the framing that he said. Yeah, he mm-hmm. doesn't want yeah, to yeah. be converted. <laughs> Mm-hmm. into being dominated by this fear of losing. Yeah. I found interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if that makes him a chicken or if that makes him avoid being a chicken. I don't know if we can we can have him on anytime like, soon. becomes like, like a meta chicken? Or, no, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it's a, no. it's a well, chicken exercise. Yeah, yeah. You think that... Uh, yeah, good one. Uh, well, we can try and invite him on, of course. But uh, I don't know if we... Uh, Who will ask? Well, That's the question. Friedman can get him. <laughs> Yeah, 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 maybe. Well, if he li- if he listens to it, he can. Uh, he can, he <laughs> can, can join anytime. Join in, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll happily listen. ask. I know Peter's not very close to him, so no, no. <laughs> I can I can text maybe while you guys are having lunch and <laughs> during Sinkfield Cup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do that. Yeah, <laughs> Do you you, that. you won't see good. him the next uh, two weeks, yeah, the next couple of weeks, yeah. Yeah, it's uncomfortable to sort of ask uh, begging for favors in the middle of uh, you know uh, favors in. I think I'm giving so him an opportunity. Giving him an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I get your point, but uh, no. Mm. Generally, I yeah. There was also some talk about chess politics and whether or not to exclude Russians from tournaments, but I won't tell you what he said, so you have to listen to it all. Wow, that is a bl- no. Please, can you just give me a hint? Nope. <laughs> okay. Just saying. <laughs> it's been addressed. Okay. Oh wow! Interesting. Mm. Laurent Laurent is lost Rose yeah I had another question for Laurent which I guess I know the answer to but Magnus mentioned that 2013 
and then 2014 he was in the best shape of his life and he mentioned specifically that he played a lot of tennis with one of his seconds who's not a very athletic guy but good at tennis was Laurent yeah, already think, around then Laurent was, has been there all the time ah, he's well, an OG. He was, so was Laurent he was, he, well Laurent wasn't there for the candidates in 2013 but he got in for the world championship and has just stayed there ever since so it must have so, been Laurent no Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, Laurent is, uh, well, he's the, he might even be the reigning uh, world chess and tennis champion. Although I would object to that basically it was only French players. So I more said it was like the French Open. Uh, but um, It's like yes. the NBA. It's French players play chess and tennis against each other. And in the end, whoever wins is the world champion. Something like that, yes. And uh, no, Laurent is, uh, well, I would say for someone who is not good, Laurent is extremely good. Um, well, you understand, right? Yeah. Also, he doesn't yeah. look like he's good, so he'd be a great tennis no. hustler. Yeah, that is true. Uh, that is true. But he's better at tennis than we play this uh, paddle. Uh, and there he's less less impressive, I would say. He's still still good, but he's probably worse than Magnus there. Uh, if uh, need be, I have a very embarrassing video on my phone about that. Um, but, you know uh, we all have no, embarrassing videos on that our is, phones. That is true. It's a this tricky is, uh, card to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Um, but no, I mean, we do a lot of sports at this uh, camp. Well, you, you know it. Well, you try to skip it, actually, is my impression. I time. usually fake an injury early on. Something Last time like I didn't have to fake it. But yeah, he also, Magnus mentioned that he's sort of the poster boy for physical fitness and the importance of it in chess. Mm -hmm. But he also said that it's a bit undeserved because he, he doesn't work out, he doesn't run, he doesn't do anything systematic. He just really enjoys sports, no? which, of course, yeah, has that I mean, effect. But it's not like it's part of his training regimen. He just likes playing football and tennis and basketball. I don't know. I, I think he just genuinely likes all these kind of uh, sports. So it's more, as you say, an entertainment thing rather than being sort of obsessed about being in uh, in great shape uh, before before chess events. I would also say in his youth, he was probably in uh, even better physical shape than, than now. But it could also be that, uh, well, who am I to talk about such, actually? So, um, no, he that... And I think I saw a recent interview with the, the Nepomniachtchi in, in New and Chess. And, uh, well, we can get to the bits where he, he has a, has a go at me later. But I think, well, he described Magnus as not being that superior in a chess level, but uh, very superior as a sports person. And I don't know if I fully agree with that one, to be honest. Yeah, I'm also not sure. I guess it's, I mean, there might be something to it, the experience and so on. But I also mm -hmm. think, Well, first of all, it's very hard to separate because it's what produces the moves yeah. over the board, right? I'm not sure which one is mm -hmm. chess and which one is is fitness. But yeah, Magnus, he's never been the guy who's like this super organized sportsman with a training regimen. And he talks about it very openly, but I think it's the same problem as always. People don't believe him. They think he's saying it not to reveal like how he works and how much he works. Well, yeah. the info, at least as far as I know, It's it's all out there. Like he's being very honest about what he's doing, mm -hmm. what he's not doing. Well, I think we had this problem also before when Magnus said he didn't want to uh, play the next World Championship match. That yeah, people exactly. people think that he's uh, playing some kind of mind games where he just uh, is just openly talking uh, exactly what he thinks uh, and such. Um, so uh, speaking of mind I mean, games, looks like Laurent is back. Yeah, sorry, sorry, my internet is really. Uh... When he starts raining outside, actually, my internet is down. So this is not very uh, reassuring okay. for the <laughs> for the podcast. But yeah, so that's all games. right. 
let's talk about okay, it. Okay, yeah. No, we yeah. we talked about, yeah, some of the stuff Magnus said. I thought it was very much worth listening to. And I'm always stunned. <laughs> I acknowledge Peter's job to praise Magnus here. But I'm always stunned, like, how precise he is with with words as well. In, in the English, he's so good at, like, expressing himself to the point. So, yeah. I was and, impressed. And he's incredibly honest. That's what makes yeah, yeah, that's, it very, very interesting. That's what we just said. Yeah. yeah. Then we have to address the big news in the chess world where I'm not sure how to word it correctly since we're on that. I think Chesscom made an offer to acquire the Play Magnus group and formally it will be decided within the next two months or something like that. But it sounded from what I read that, yeah, people were, seemed fairly sure about the deal going well, through i mean uh, we all learned about it we are uh, a message to the norwegian stock exchange right where the the board of the play magnus group which owns i think around 35 percent of the stock is uh, unanimously recommending that they accept everybody accept the offer right so uh, it's i guess it's considered a formality you can also see that the the, the price of the stock has risen to not 13, but like 12.70, which is considerable gain from what it was earlier. So basically everybody is expecting this thing to go through as far as I can see. And again, I haven't spoken with Henrik or Magnus or anything like this. I'm just using uh, public uh, sources uh, for, for making yeah. that conclusion. I didn't learn anything about from a message to the Norwegian Stock Exchange. I just <laughs> learned from Twitter, as, as you do. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think we all learned about it on the same day i didn't really have any any inside info like um laurent and i i guess we're still affiliated with the group we do commentary and yeah the occasional the occasional stuff but it's also not a secret that i at least haven't really been involved in behind the scenes stuff for quite a while there so i'm as curious as the rest of the world what it means Peter, will we have one one chess superpower to rule them all? Is that is that what's happening? Well, it seems like that to, to quite uh, a degree. Well, they are saying that the companies will uh, remain separated, but they will be the, the, the same owners as far as I understand. But, um, uh, well, what do I know? But, of course, I mean, these were by far, if you, I mean, the, the biggest uh, companies in terms of uh, financial volume. And now they're becoming one right so we are basically getting one humongously big uh, financial actor on the on the commercial chess market and that's going to be of course interesting to see which kind of effects uh, that, that yeah no, that's very interesting to 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 see if let's say uh, there is two commentary teams one for chess.com one for chess24 it used to be i mean like all the time for every tournament there used to be Internet uh, online tournament for chess.com for chess24. So let's see if it continues or they will make one one big, uh, uh, let's say, a tour, online tour, and they stop one of the two, this Champion Chess Tour or uh, this chess.com weekend uh, blitz, whatever it is, rapid uh, to qualify for World Rapid online or whatever it is. I didn't follow. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm not interested to play, and I never commentated, obviously, on that on that one. So that will be interesting to see if they just make one 
Uh, huge company. I have no absolutely zero info. I'm like Jan. Uh, I didn't follow at all the, the behind the scenes stuff. And maybe it's not decided yet. It would be my hunch, actually. That uh, I'm a bit worried that these guys, Hessen Wrench, maybe they can even speak German. The names sound a bit German. Like usually, <laughs> if there's too much stuff happening, I can retreat to doing German stuff. But Hessen Wrench sounds very German. Maybe maybe the, they'll take it take it all. I have no idea how how it's gonna be with the, with the commentary. For I think I speak for Laurent there as well with our current status. Whoever gives us money to do stuff, we're on board. Preferably, of course, the FIDE appeals committee, but also <laughs> like <laughs> all the other stuff. I'm yeah. I'm very curious. I haven't given it serious thought. What yeah. it means, and there's also the platforms just to for, play chess because for you the come, platforms and so on. Yeah, you you go to a website first and foremost to to play chess, and uh, uh, how it will, will it work? We have uh, only one platform, a uh, couple of platform uh, will be the same. I mean, like it's it's very hard to to tell. We will see. Uh, we will see in the future, and uh, yeah. But I heard that at Chesscom they have this dark background technology. Which uh, would be great for everybody in the group. Like, <clears throat> what is it? Like that, the side is not not white, but you can also see it with the darker background. Ah, which is all okay. the rage now. Okay, okay, I didn't know about yeah. that. <laughs> okay. No, but it's going to be interesting. Also, well, you saw this um, the video of uh, Wrench and Magnus, right? Where, well. Uh, they're talking that now Magnus will play title Tuesdays. He will play uh, the Speed Chess Tour. Which, so ah, it's interesting if these things are going to merge and there actually will be less events for, for players and uh, or that uh, if they will actually... Well, uh, how they how will they will do it? It's it's too early to say. It's of course very interesting uh, how it will happen. But of course, uh, monopoly in general it should not be seen as as very positive. But um, but we will see. Uh, it's gonna gonna be interesting. We, we, we I wish like I knew one or two guys who have experience going up against a great chess monopoly, like pointing <laughs> yeah, out yeah. the flaws, fighting against it. Maybe mentioning on Twitter once or twice. <laughs> What goes wrong? I'm very curious what flags will be d displayed on the websites of this company. Um, Peter, any ideas? Yeah, and I think you, uh, your example is wrong. I know. Because <laughs> it was a bit of a stretch. Yeah, no, no, because one thing is uh, getting people to vote for you. While, I mean, here you can just, uh, well, for instance, look at, uh, for instance, Lee Chess. They just make their own server, and if it's competitive, it's, it's fine. I mean, that's also like when you play chess. You just Not have to familiar. make good moves. New company policy. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry if I mentioned uh, something that was, uh, I don't know, free and good. Uh, but uh, no, yeah. See, he's no, already starting. Like, yeah, uh, I think like, this will be Peter's Peter's corner. No, I'll stick to, to feed and uh, world peace. We need, we need, but, we need uh, a few yeah. months to so, decide if free chess is free and good. Uh, then we will take you. We will tell you in in a few months. Okay. Yeah. That's whatever. No, but it doesn't necessarily. I mean, you know, chess.com can also mean there will be more stability and, and things like this. It's it's hard to. I think it's way too early to to say. But of course, I can understand people who is uh, directly involved will be nervous uh, at, at times like now. That would be strange if not. Uh, would be my my opinion. Well. Uh, and uh, we will see. No, even well, for someone like me, will Magnus start playing less events if the, his own tour is uh, disappearing and such? It would not be very nice for, for, for someone who's a coach, right? 
So well, we will see how where, where things lead. But uh, so at least for me, it was rather shocking news. But I don't know how you guys see it. No, it was surprising news. It it wasn't shocking, like the yeah stuff that had that was relevant to to our lives. Like I don't think <laughs> that was that. No. So I'm a bit curious how it's gonna play out, mm -hmm. but I don't really have. It's yeah, also interesting for me that there is someone in the chess world, like chess.com, who's able to offer, I think it's uh, $82.7 million to acquire another company, right? Ah, it's a serious uh, amount of money. I think, well, the fee, the budget, uh, it's like, <laughs> is it 12 million, 12 million a year? No, 82.7 million is, is quite yeah. something. I mean, no, uh, if I learned, there I is mean, this actually, it was very interesting for me to, to, I mean, to manage this, thanks to my good friend, Jan. And other people, I, I did uh, and I mean, nepotism. Ma mainly Jan, I did manage the, the. There was no no transparency. In yeah, no, no. To board. get the job, I got the job because I was friend with Jan. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and Magnus as well. Uh, <laughs> both helped, and uh, so I did manage the the, the French uh, channel on Chess Twenty Four for for three years. And if I learned something, that I mean anything is possible. Uh, like it was my first ex experience in uh, in um, in a company, and uh, well, I learned okay everything. I mean, nothing is so. I'm not surprised anymore by by anything. I mean, like if Ch if Chess.com and Liches tomorrow would merge, I mean, I mean, I, I wouldn't be. That would be that would be not uh, a heart attack for me. I mean, like. Okay, everything is possible, and people are talking to each other, and they are making deals, and that's it. Yep. No, we'll okay. we'll see how it plays out. We'll we'll surely have more more to talk about. But yeah, um, I'm I'm as curious as everybody else. Maybe slightly less curious, as as Laurent has also mentioned. <laughs> but yeah, mm, interesting times in the chess world for sure. Peter, in your chess world. <laughs> what, yeah. What's going on there? What has Sutovsky done this week? Is that what this segment is called now, or is it still what's I, wrong I with Peter so. this week? What's wrong yeah, with Sutovsky? Can, no? yeah, it's a strong order. Well, it was actually interesting that someone else than me suddenly came with a big lunch at, at him. I think uh, Nakamura, uh, who is the, the maybe the most influential streamer, basically like had a, a ten-minute segment where he was. Uh, Actually, attacking Sutovsky quite quite a lot. I think his main point was that he was um, that Sutovsky was taking a dick at uh, Rapid Chess, which is very close to um, to Nakamura's heart. But I think Nakamura went uh, pretty much at it when he got sort of warmed up. He he was say, saying openly that uh, Sutovsky, someone like Sutovsky, should not be employed by feeder at all. And um, you know, that's I've seen. I know you're I've not a big a lot of porn time. guy, but that's like <laughs> pornography to you, right? I well, uh, how would I know? <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I have seen it more than once. Let's put it like that. But uh, no, I was. Uh, I mean, it was interesting to me, a bit, a bit shocking. I'm not, not saying I just. Uh, I agree with um, Nakamura on on everything, but well, it's curious for a number of reasons. Well, also Nakamura attacking Fide. Well, why would he do that? Well, there is kamikaze guys like me who just do it. 
but well, Nakamura just got a wild card from from Feeder, right? And he's also quite involved with Chess.com, which is a, a big sponsor of uh, Feeder. So I was kind of puzzled, uh, but maybe Nakamura is just but so big he, just that he can do whatever he speak wants. Speak his yeah. mind, like I'm sure he's. Had I think like so. Yeah, I issues think. with others in the past. No. Mm-hmm. Regarding Nakamura, just slightly off topic, but it reminds me, Magnus was asked specifically on that podcast if he would have played the match had Nakamura qualified. He said no, but he would have liked it less. So I think that's the honest answer. He said he had already decided before he wasn't going to play, but he would have been slightly less happy with the thought of world champion Nakamura, which, yeah, I guess is just the honest answer, but it wouldn't have changed so. his decision. Yeah. No, and Nakamura probably will choose never to believe that. It's probably also the most comfortable. So uh, we will never know, right? But I, I obviously believe in, in, in Magnus in, in this one. No, in general, the one thing about Magnus, what we've learned about the guy, he normally says what he thinks as well, no? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's too much of. Yeah. But again, now we are drifting off the important uh, feeder. Ah, yeah, what, where were we? Sorry. Like, what has Emil yeah. done? Also, Emil, well, they are announcing now that uh, it's actually very surprising. It's one of our election promises that jobs in FIDE should be by open application. So the FIDE has made a tweet that if you want to be their marketing director, you can apply for the job uh, in an open process. And, uh, well, Sotovsky has actually already pointed out that, well, someone probably ironically suggesting me for the job that I'm uh, not qualified for the job. And uh, I actually agree on that part. So that that that, that is uh, settled. You but, should uh, still apply just to see no, how the process should, is if no, you I don't, uh, get due consideration, I fair job interview, there's transparency. I, I don't want to waste people's time by applying for something that I'm not interested in. That's actually wrong, in my opinion. Oh, ah, yeah. All right. So you are unqualified. Um, so which, so which jobs within FIDE would you apply for? Other than uh, under, deputy, under the, under the current leadership, none. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't be interested to head the ethics committee. That must be close to your heart. I would be very interested in, but um, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're okay. You're really sort of, uh, you know, waving it in front of me, right? The the dream 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 job. I understand you, yeah, but uh, I wouldn't be able to do it. No. Okay. Uh, so the trainers committee got in touch, said we need your input as the trainer. In eight victorious World Championship matches, you would say, sorry, well, can't do it. Well, they actually, I think previous year, they got in touch with me and asked if I was sort of, would be interesting to be heading the trainers committee. And I said that, well, I would think about it. I might be interested. Um, and the, well, it was during the current uh, l- leadership, but before sort of um, the escalations in U- Ukraine. Um, but then they got back to me that... Um, Someone within the FIDE leadership thought it was a bad idea and they would go f- choose between two Russians instead and they, they took Kobalia in the end. So I actually showed some interest in that, but uh, then uh, the, someone had some hindsight. But it's not what so they I, said, I, I, no, probably. I, I, it's not what they ought. So it's, 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 no, no, that was the road pri- privately to me. I'm, uh, yeah, but they didn't say that they would choose between two no, Russians. No, it's, it's, it's no, no, no. Between no, Kobalia no. and. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I, I I don't know exactly, but um, that's how it ended up at least. But uh, that's uh, I mean I don't think I should be in any any commissions there. No. So, but I, ethics commission, of course, is the dream post. But uh, mm-hmm. it's unpaid and a lot of work, and I'm unqualified for as well. But uh, yeah, let's see. Um, no, I think we have good guys in the ethics committee, but uh, let's see if I'm going to make. Who's head of ethics committee? And, it's as my parish still. No, I think it's no good one. No, no I think I'm you should. Ask. 
I think it's Francois Strudon, if I remember correctly, who's the head. But then there is uh, a number of uh, sort of uh, panelists. And I think the general concept is that uh, I forgot if there are like nine. And um, well, the idea is that you will choose maximum four to decide on a case. And then there is four others for the appeal, if necessary. So there, there is a, a good uh, juridical uh, system uh, within FIDE, uh, at least in, in principle. So, uh, no, I mean, there, I mean, there, there is a, an ethics committee that, that works like that. And also you see that they're starting to have job applications. So the structural things are perhaps uh, improving. But, um, well, if you want to, I can, I can still point out to some deficiencies why it's not really working. No, I was but just wondering if we keep quiet, how, how much longer you could explain how the, how the ethic on, committee yeah. works, works in detail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. no <laughs> but that's I mean, a big victory well, for you, no? That now jobs are listed on the website or whatever it is? Like, well, I mean, let's see if it's general. And also, yes, it's a good thing. It's something that I really wanted to. But, uh, I mean, well, it doesn't really help if most of them who are already there are in there by, I would say, personal favors. Uh, so, I mean, well, you have that to should start be somewhere, not like other than. I I agree, but then uh, let's make some rules about it, or maybe let's um, let have Emil reapply for his position, for instance, uh, and if he's the best one, he will get it. I mean, such things would be reasonable. In, in so, your opinion. reasonable proposal would be right now that Emil should reapply for the position he has. And well, you sound like it's strange, but it's yep. not exactly what happens in the, for instance, in the U.S. election that everybody within the White House is uh, dismissed and then they will be sort of uh, re-trying uh, to get their positions again when there is uh, elections. I think that's completely normal, actually. I'm not sure if that's true. I would guess there's also I, a difference there between the yeah. formal process and the I'm basing actual it on process. A, on a TV sounds like you're saw, bluffing. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. I think it's actually quite normal. That uh, no, I don't um, think so. I think if you are an employee, no, these public servants the normally they they yeah. keep their job of regardless of election. Like it sounds like a bluff. Yeah. Uh, a I'm not sure how it is in the states. Also, it depends on the. the, the, the <laughs> yeah, but the, I mean, okay. I, your, your I bargain get, knowledge won't get you very far here. Yeah, I guess I, I, I can guarantee I'm not percent in France. It's. You keep your job if you are in the administration. I, That's fine. No, it's the course, same in the US. I guess it yeah. depends on the position, but in general, you always mm -hmm. hear of these bureaucrats that yeah. are there for many okay, years, okay. regardless of many years. Let's see. I will. Uh, well, it's good we have something to to, to check up. Also, none of us has a clue. We're just trying to prove no, each other wrong. No, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, mm. well, I don't so know. Chess, it's, you're going to St. Louis. Laurent is yeah. going back home. I'll probably be doing commentary on the Sinkerfield Cup. I think Laurent. Oh, really? <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah, we'll also be following it very, very closely. I'm not of sure course. how. Mm. Yeah, of course. So we'll I have would... stuff to talk about. I don't yeah. know. Like, last last I heard, I was doing commentary on it in English with our boy, our boy Kazim. I'm not sure if the recent chess news changed that, but I guess, I guess we'll be around. So interesting times in the chess world. Anything else? I think this is it. No, it was a slow, slow chess content week. Chicken of the week? Yeah, but you keep on forgetting that. Oh, that's never, never. I'm just wondering if we can get okay. to the categories already. Chicken of the week, of course. Maxime Vachela-Graf for what he did against <laughs> Ali Reza. Sorry, Maxime. Great tournament, but easy. We can't blame Ali Reza because he was black. So, so of course, Maxime. Well, I would nominate both of them. I mean, when they're in such good shape and they don't play the Olympiad, when France has a chance to become Olympic champions, I mean, that is uh, 
don't know if it's chicken, but I think so. I mean, then, uh, you know, you have to stand up for your country in these situations. I never know. I would nominate Gear because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, good choice. Solid. Because it's his name yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's uh, what he does. So, yeah. I cannot um, nominate my, my French um, brothers. That is true. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair enough. So, no, I'm looking forward to going to, to St. Louis, I will, I will admit. It's, uh, I mean, well, the U.S. never struck me as such a chess country, but uh, St. Louis and Charlotte is very nice uh, centers in, in very different ways. And uh, it's, it's cool to be in St. Louis. And, uh, I'm going to watch, hopefully watch some baseball. But, of course, now if Magnus listens to the podcast, he will know I'm skipping work. But let's see. So, I think he'll probably be allowed to watch baseball and my best guess is he's not listening to every episode. And since we're mainly spending the episode trying to recall what he said on another podcast, maybe he's not <laughs> missing that much. But still, it's it's quality content. So yeah, that, that's that's all I got. Are we are we out of stuff to talk about? Like now with Peter camp- Peter, I'm already calling him Peter. Peter campaigning less. Laurent not playing a tournament. I also haven't been on the road. We need questions from the viewers. I, I'm happy to talk more about feed if you want. No, it's okay. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>